is Mama K. Hey, everybody. And please welcome back Nate. Hey, thanks for having me back. Yeah. Nate was on, in case we have any newer listeners, he was on a couple years ago for a couple of Star Wars specific episodes. And uh, once again, we had to bring him in for a uh, franchise that needs three people to talk about it, but uh, that the other two hosts <laughs> had no knowledge, background, or any anything on. So we needed someone uh, a little more a little more versed to talk about the twenty fifth uh, James Bond film, No Time to Die. So, No Time to Die is the fifth and final Daniel Craig Bond, and as we know, there are many, many others. Uh, start with uh, the Elder Stateswoman, Mama K. How many, uh, how many Bonds do you think you've seen? What was like your Bond growing up? Wait, how many Bonds are there? There's twenty. Well, there's twenty five, but then there's also like there's a Casino Royale in the sixties. That's no. not related to the Eon no, Productions. No. Uh, what about Lazenby? Lazenby counts. Yep. He does. Yeah, the only I... one that doesn't count with there's one with Connery in the '80s that doesn't count because it was Octopussy. Different... No, Octopussy is Roger Moore. Oh boy. Oh wait a minute! No, the one that came out at the same time as Octopussy. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that one. I've seen that one, but it's... okay. That yeah. Count. So all the I'm others gonna... count. Those are the only ones. <laughs> I'm gonna say I've seen. I took a break during the Timothy Dalton series. Uh, so anything that has Timothy Dalton in it, I have not seen, but I think I've probably seen every other Bond aside from that. Hmm, that's a lot. And uh, Nate, how many do you think you've seen Ballpark, and which do you have uh, one that, you, I mean, you're my age, so you weren't <laughs> around for the other ones, but uh, at least around for the newer ones. I think, I want to say it's like 15, maybe, you know. 18 kind of high teens that's pretty good yeah and, um, i will i will agree in that i think timothy dalton was i've seen a couple of his but uh or at least one um but that he only uh, has two so he only has two. Oh, he oh only has two. Wow. i guess he felt everyone else felt the way that, that i did about him as well <laughs> i guess uh, i also kind of lump him in i think to the pierce brosnan ones now that i think about it so that yeah so the, that is actually yeah, where brosnan Bond, is four yeah, that's where Bond kind of starts for me. I don't oh, okay. you know, All really right. remember specific instances. Like, I, I probably didn't see any of these in theaters, being as I was pretty right. young at the time. But, like, I remember watching, sure, all of these, um, like, on TV as a, yeah. probably a, a young teenager. So I feel like that's kind of yeah. where Bond started for me. And then, you know, probably caught some uh, some Bond marathons with... Um, the old guard, Sean Connery, and everybody else. I've seen all but one, and the one that I haven't seen, just because I just didn't catch up with it in time, was Spectre, the last one. Uh, Are you which kidding? If, which, if you've seen this one, would be the the one not to miss. I, I was yeah. It's it's yeah. not like I didn't understand what was going on. Like it's it's Bond. I can I can follow it. Yeah, pretty you easily. can figure but out who the it would have been nice is. to have seen a couple of these other characters in their prior one. And and you know I I get it. But uh, I've seen yeah every Connery, Moore, Dalton, Brosnan, Craig, and Lazenby. I've seen I've seen all the other ones. And um, I, I like I like pretty much every Bond actor except for Timothy Dalton. I really don't like those two movies. And I actually yeah. like the Lazenby one a lot. People don't like that one because it's like the only one he did. And there's actually a really interesting documentary all about him called Becoming Bond, uh, Becoming Bond, I think. 
And he's like, he was like an Australian mechanic. And like, he has a really crazy story of how he ended up being the next Bond after Connery left and came back for one more. And then there's a whole crazy thing. So his is actually, I actually like his movie too. I think his is one of the better ones. So that's the thing is they all have good and bad ones. There's no perfect Bond and there's yeah, no, you're right. that's and there's true. no like total bomb Bond except. I, I, Dalton did too, and I don't like either of his. Um, so they're and critically, they're all over the place. Usually in like the mid forty, fifty Rotten Tomato up to eighties and nineties for the for the good ones. Uh, but most people will point to Connery is you know he's the original. He's for a lot of people the gold standard. Daniel Craig probably has the most good movies to bad movie ratio, and then. Depending on your level of camp enjoyment, you might like Roger Moore and Pierce Brosnan once, but uh, that's that's all that's all that background. We could probably do our own separate show for more on that because now we're going to focus on the new one, No Time to Die. Bond has left active service and is enjoying a tranquil life in Jamaica. His peace is short lived when his old friend Felix Leiter from the CIA turns up asking for help. The mission to rescue a kidnapped scientist turns out to be far more treacherous than expected, leading Bond. On to the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. I mean, that's a lot of Bond one kind of ones, you know? It's not, <laughs> not you know, you, you, you know what you're getting into when uh, you're going in to see these things. So uh, if you haven't seen No Time to Die, it's in theaters. And uh, it's, you know, there's going to be spoilers in here. And people probably know that there are, you know, there's actually some spoilers in this one if anyone's read anything. So... Tune out here if you want to go and go and see it without spoilers, because now we're going to do that. And uh, No Time to Die starts as it says. He, he's uh, retired at this point, and he's living in... Where, where the hell Jamaica. are they even? Oh, yeah, that's right, Jamaica. I just yeah. Read, yeah, he lives... I, yeah. Just, I don't pay attention to my own words. Uh, he's living with <laughs> uh, the girl from last one, which, again, I would have helped, uh, Madeline Swan. Um, mm-hmm. And they are... Uh, they, they, you know, it's a nice retirement time, but then uh, a big explosion at the gravesite of the girl from Casino Royale, from the first one. Uh, that causes Bond to not trust Madeline Swan for reasons. I'm sure you guys probably know more from Spectre. Uh <laughs> The reasons uh, we also see at the very, very beginning is like a flashback to her childhood and she, uh, yeah. you know, her shit, shit, alcoholic mom passes out and then we get a masked guy coming and uh, we're going to get all that revealed later so we can save that for later. But she's got her own past. Maybe you guys know even more based on the Spectre movie. Uh, oh, but man, you needed to see Spectre now that I now that you're talking and I'm like, oh, my God, you don't know about the and then how to, and then Mr. White. And oh, my God. Well, yeah. I know Mr. My, Mr. White was another one. He was in two. Mr. White uh, he was, was in, in Casino Royale. Yeah. And I think he was in Quantum, too, which I don't remember yeah, a lot in that movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, was, I, I know the gist, but I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to need yeah. your help to fill in gaps where when okay. you uh, when you told me that you hadn't seen Spectre. um I was thinking about that, and yeah, I feel like the biggest thing that you missed probably in the plot was just, like, the connection between Madeline and Bond. Um, yeah. And, like, much and her backstory. more intimate and, like, vulnerable um, connection and relationship there than he had with pretty much any other woman except for... With Vesper. Vesper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Vesper was from they... Casino Royale, right? The, she was uh, yeah. the Eva, Eva Green character. Okay, yeah, I remember yeah. her. He doesn't until you get to Daniel Craig. I mean, he doesn't really have relation. I mean, he was married in 
the George Lazenby one, but he's doesn't. Well, that's why I like the George Lazenby one. The George Lazenby one has a great like. I don't want to spoil the ending there, but there's like a kind of a it's like a tragic <laughs> ending in that one, and it's it's good, and it's a good it's a for the time it's it's as silly as the other older ones, but it's actually like a good right. story, and I think he's a decent decent actor, and I don't know, I thought I thought that's why I like that one. Anyway, back to this one. Um, so I, I got the I, yes, I understood that she had a uh, a specter connection, not just from the intro, but. Yeah, it's just kind of obvious. You just kind of know. Um, but he uh, he's, the, the, he escapes henchmen. One of them has like the one eye guy. Uh, five years later, <laughs> MI6 scientist uh, Valdo Uprekev is kidnapped from an MI6 laboratory with M's approval. He had developed Project Hercules, which is like the big thing in this movie. And that's a bioweapon containing nanobots that infect like a virus yeah. when you touch it, and it's coded to an individual's DNA. So it's only lethal to the targets that it's trying to go after, but it's harmless to everyone else. So it's perfect for them. They can just pass it on from person to person without the people who are transmitting it getting sick. Uh, but as soon as it hits the person it's trying to kill, then it kills them with this like burning pustule acid thing that like eats your DNA alive or something. I don't know. So science thing, you die. Um, and so Bond is uh, contacted by Felix Slider, who I like. Uh, I like this character a lot. You know, I know he's in other ones, but I've always liked his CIA counterpart. Uh, and his co- new colleague Logan Ash. Uh, and Slider asks for Bond's help to find uh, this guy, uh, but he declines uh, until he meets uh, Nomi, an MI6 agent, and his successor as 007. I think this is the only time we've had a 007 not be James Bond. It's now. Uh, this this new woman, yeah. um, so yeah, you can tell that kind of irks Bond a little bit at the beginning. They have a, uh, a contentious relationship at first, but she tells him about Project Hercules, warning him not to interfere. So that's when Bond decides to help is when he's told not to interfere by someone else. So there right. you go. Uh, so now we got Bond and uh, Bond and Lighter, and then you also have on the other side uh, Nomi, who is working for MI6, which is still being led. By uh, M, who is uh, refines kind of downward spiraling a little bit. I don't know if that they show that Inspector, but compared to how he was in Casino Royale, he's definitely uh, in a in a bit of a bit of a pickle. Uh, so you got these teams going after uh, Project Hercules, which they think is a Spectre thing because it's always Spectre. It's always Spectre. But this time it's not Spectre, it's someone else, because uh, when a bomb gets let off in a place uh, after an Anadiarmus uh, person oh my God. Uh, that we could talk yeah. about, we definitely want to talk about, I'm just trying to rush us to get to, Spectre all <laughs> dies, everyone in Spectre <laughs> is dead now, except for uh, Ernesto Blow, or Ernst Blowfield, who's in the, uh, where is he, he's in the jail. Blofeld is in prison, yeah. He's in prison because of Spectre events, which you guys can tell me about what he did there. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he tried to take over the world. <laughs> he was the uh, bad guy in in the last movie. So, big bad. you know. So the, the bottom line is Spectre is not doing this. Spectre is now taken out by this bioweapon. So who is doing it? And that's when we meet Rami Malek. And I will leave it there because I could just keep going like this and it's too much plotty plot. What did we think of this movie? I'll start with the guest, Nate. What did you think of this? Oh, in totality? Um... <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um... It's long. It's a lot. I, you know, it's... You could it... probably break it into pieces too, so... You could. It's... It's, it was long, but it did not feel, I don't know, I didn't feel strained by it in any way, or like I was getting bored at any point. I felt like the pacing actually, especially in the beginning, um, kind of starting in Jamaica and, you know, Bond is retired, living in this 
island life, fishing on a beautiful little wood ship, and then kind of quickly moving into something's going on. Why is um, Felix Leiter showing up and this other person who seems to be kind of tailing Bond? I thought it, I don't know, pacing seemed very quick at that point. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It was it was one where I I felt like it was probably there's probably some stuff left on the uh, cutting room floor that would have been interesting to see. But I know when you get anywhere near three hours for kind of the average moviegoer, that's getting pretty near the the max of what you can kind of expect someone to sit there and pay attention for. Um, but yeah. I yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was entertaining the whole way through. I was, felt very engaged, and I I think it had you know kind of a nice mix of obviously this is the Daniel Craig era is kind of like the most plot driven kind of era of bond that there's ever been as far as kind of like continuing threads throughout his what five movies. Um, yeah. yeah. He, most of the other ones don't have a, I mean, they have a couple of re- returning people here and there, but for the most part, this is, this is by far the least episodic. This is the most, yeah. except for I guess Skyfall. This, these are the, these ones all follow a general plot. Yeah. Which you know, I think it was a uh, it was always going to be a heavy lift to try and give Daniel Craig like one last go at a Bond. <laughs> where I think for a couple of years there, he wasn't sure if he wanted to do anymore, and you know, maybe it would just end like most of the others had, kind of without any <laughs> uh, transition at all. With an extreme um, whimper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Bond. No Bond has ever really ended on their either their terms are on a good movie like that's always a fizzle it's this is uh this is oh, the best this is the best send-off i've seen yeah, the, yeah. Well, i mean yeah the rest the, they get old they can't move they're the lowest rated things or it's the well, timothy dalton pierce Brosnan, where they just get cut short because people aren't interested anymore daniel craig did spend an awful lot of time in a car in this one during action scenes so i mean there, I know, but you some... go back and watch A View to a Kill with Roger Moore where he's like 70 and he's trying to go up like a fire escape. I'm like, oh no. You mean the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> he was on the Eiffel Tower. Was that in A View to a Kill? <laughs> yes. Uh, Best part. I, I remember that. Kill okay, was... I remember that scene. That's why I thought it was a fire escape. He's going up and down these men. I'm like, oh yeah, boy. No, this is like more, this way is like more challenging three. than a fire escape. No, I, I think they gave Bond the most depth, uh, the Daniel Craig Bond. Uh, you know, the most depth they've given any Bond to date. And so, I don't know, just to kind of see it tied off in a way that I can tell you my wife uh, did not love the ending. But I don't know. I felt like there was a hmm. there was a good I I think it was a good way to go with the ending, which, you know, are we past? The we'll say we'll, we'll save it a little further. Well, well OK. Yeah, I, I just I feel like it was a well deserved send off and kind of good ending for the the Daniel Craig Bond era and as just a you know a movie if you're you know maybe not that much of a, a Bond fan and you just want to see something kind of exciting in in theaters I think it's got something for everybody um, as long as you're you know good with some except our definite right. explosions <laughs> and like yeah. car chases yeah. and guns and all that good stuff which right. Yeah. If you like an av- an action movie, you, action yeah. adventure movie, yeah. yeah. Plus, I'm okay. It has what's it your yeah? What's your overall thoughts? Yeah, knowing going in, knowing that this was going to be uh, his last film, I had a feeling this this is what was going to happen. I kind of feel it's a little 
I'm, I was a little less uh, engaged with it, I think, because it really seemed kind of all over the place. Um, and then the ending, not the ending ending, but when the movie's called No Time to Die, I mean, when you have 30 minutes to die at the end, that's a lot of time to die. So um, we can talk about that later, though. But there were a lot of things that were I, I like. It was definitely a continuation of, of Spectre. You really, uh, I think it, you'd be hard pressed to come in without knowing, without having that knowledge or having any, if you came in without any James Bond knowledge and you had no Spectre knowledge, you would definitely be like, I don't know who, what's important here. That's watch, true. That's part honestly. of the reason I was fine because I know Spectre from you know, other movies and I know Blofeld yeah, yeah. from other movies. So I, I was fine. Like I was like, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I know who these guys are. I know, I know the score. Yeah, you knew the majority of the people, but then you were thrown these other two characters specifically. I'm thinking of uh, the new 007 and then the weird, like, Anadarmus Pepsi commercial that happened in the middle. I have no idea what that was supposed to be because um, <laughs> I didn't understand it at all. Like, <laughs> did, not, did it commercial? not feel like. Are you talking about her entire screen time? The or? whole screen time. I felt like I was at the Super Bowl halftime. I mean, oh, I could have had was, thirty more minutes. I think for sure. I could, I, she's my fa- I one of my favorite that. characters. I want more. Well, that, her, I want more of that. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely. my point. My point is actually kind of that is that this was chunked in there. I felt like they're like, oh, we're you know they had just starred together in another movie. They had, were just together in Knives Out, and I have a feeling that that's kind of how this bled into this movie. But um, they have really I, good working chemistry. I just saw Knives Out again, like. Uh, last week when I was on vacation because it was playing where where we were and yeah. um that I didn't love it the first time that's actually like I liked it a lot more the second time and the yeah. two of them specifically they, I, I mean it shows in this one too they just have really good chemistry the two of them I think they do too and I think I would have liked it if it were more of that that's why I'm saying it was a Pepsi commercial it was just sort of like this weird thing chunked into the middle of this movie which I think would have lended a lot to a little bit more levity this movie was really heavy I thought and not that it shouldn't have been because there was a lot of things in there his bonds are the heaviest though and it's not really close i mean except for timothy dalton but those are just horrible and like (laughs) depressing there's heavy in a good way and then there's heavy in a i can't wait to get out of this theater way yeah um and i think the decision i think the heaviness comes from like the decision that they went narratively to you know kind of double down on madeline and say oh yeah there's also a kid that bond has now which that's going to be right. the first yeah, in the kid. series. And so, like, there's a lot more kind of heaviness, I think, to the the plot than you get in really any others. But, you know, yeah. I feel like Anadarmus was, like, this great levity and kind of just you know, comedic kind of fresh air amongst the, yeah, pretty heavy, I think, um, but understandably so, uh, yeah. plot. I think it was just like a, like, hey hopefully uh the audience loves her and we're kind of trying out a i don't know a new affiliation <laughs> a new felix lighter-esque type of um field officer that they can uh involve the the future bond to to come with it's true if they're going to kill off felix they've got to have somebody to replace him i mean oh it hurt I, I was like no please don't get rid of felix he's like the best i know i was it's that was always good to sad see for right. me too 
Yeah, it's yeah. Pro- it's partially because Jeffrey Wright, because like right. I remember Felix Leiter from the Roger Moore era, and he he's st- I still like the character, like I still like this like American counterpart to him, who's yeah. a li- like a little worse and a little like sleazier, <laughs> and like that, that, I don't know, I, that's just charming. I like that. He's like just that, not yeah. as good of an agent, like. <laughs> Well, that's it's the perfect like if you're a British if you're British watch this. Here's the American Bond. He's like you exactly. know, he's the same thing, but he's still a little sloppier. Like, you know, Felix is way more fun at parties than. Uh, oh no! Is. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean he's not half the narcissist of uh, that Bond is. So yeah, um, and then the double then the other 007 was kind of unless they were like hint, making a hint or something. It was just a bit of a it was a bit of a throwaway. Um, some of the best action sequences I think included um her but um yeah I, it was just it was a lot it just felt like a lot and um it was it was a lot you had a lot of bad there were a lot of baddie elements and there were you know and then there's the whole love story and you know i uh, casino royale is my favorite of his movies but skyfall is for its uh, everything is probably the everything of Bond. So I think Skyfall is um, my favorite Craig Bond. I, I like yeah. Casino Royale a lot too. So and it's been a while since I've seen that. But Mama K, uh, Casino Royale is still my favorite. Uh, okay. I think. Yeah, it's just everything I, I mean, about Vesper, it is. Per- yeah, I think it's a pretty perfect is, Bond. Yeah, you know, Vesper's. Yeah, I like I like I like Skyfall because that's my favorite. Oh no, I really like the villain in Casino Royale too, though. Those are the two. Those are the two best. They're not the, and like because I've only seen those two. This and Quantum of Solace and Quantum of Solace. Not a, not not a big fan of that one. Yeah. Um, and then Spectre, I know, is kind of mixed with people. Like that's a lower one. Skyfall, Skyfall, Casino Royale are like the good ones, and then Spectre and Quantum are on the lower end, and then this one. I think appropriately feels in the middle, or but what I mean, what end is it closer to? I think it feels closer to Casino Royale and Skyfall than Spectre to me. Or I feel like Spectre, it's back in the middle awesome. for me. I feel like it would be like three, you know. It would be well, it's Casino definitely Royale, three, Skyfall but is it one. is it closer to one and two or closer to four and five? Mm, I think it's solid three. Um, I think three and four, I think Spectre would be four for me. And I think those two are really close. And then I can't, Quantum of Solace is like out in Siberia for me. That movie was just a mess. So in the Daniel Craig version, like in the Daniel Craig series, if you put them all together, it was probably in the top 10. But if if you're doing this, you know, you put um, the rest that What did you think? Yeah, I just, it it was, I didn't, I just, there's nothing about it that I liked and a lot of desert. I don't care. Oh, I thought you said Quantum Solace uh, compared to all the other Bonds is in the top ten. No, compared to if you compare it to all the other Bonds, it might be in the top ten, but I'm not sure. How is that? Po- know, how would Quantum be in the top ten and all against all the other Bonds? You think Craig because is that problem, head and shoulders a bit Some of the problem with the other, I, I grew up in the spe- sweet spot of Roger Moore, which is terrible because it's not. It's, it's some of it. I like a lot of the Roger so Moore movies. Ca- I mean, they're, I love them too, but they're so bad and campy and just oh, okay. just abysmal. They're and different, but so like I have, a- I have to like like I would rate like a good more above a, a mediocre because the experience is different. I guess like, like this- diamonds are forever. That's I don't brilliant. like diamonds are forever. <laughs> oh, shut up! So I like good, and that's that's a Connery. One. The only Connery one I really lo- I love. The only Connery one I love is Thunderball, and no one people don't even like Thunderball. But I Thunderball. I, Thunderball's great. Really? I love the, Wait, that's my favorite one of my favorite songs. But as favorite. Huh. 
Oh yeah, like gold. Uh, gold I get gold. I get why Goldfinger is the favorite of Connor. Like it makes sense to me. It's got the best sidekick character. Well, second for me, but like one of the best sidekick. Yeah, odd, an odd job. It's got oh, a, yeah. a, the first good iconic villain. The first two are a little like Doctor No is not really that memorable of a villain, and then From Russia with Love is like more straightforward action movie and then Goldfinger kind of bring that's where like that's where the bondisms begin like that's where it really like comes into being what it's going to be for 50 years so I get it but I like Thunderball because there's like an hour of slow underwater action scenes where like they shoot harpoons (laughs) at each other and there's like they use these little like floaty devices and it's just funny I I have so much fun with Thunderball (laughs) the villain has like a shallow pool with sharks in it and he just pushes people in and like that kills them oh it's so wonderful (laughs) that's the stuff I like in the cheesier older bonds (laughs) you just spent time underwater I think that's affecting you so. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Well, not what, so, what do you think of these other characters? What do you think of how the whole pay, like how the whole thing went down, and what's what's good, what's bad? No time to die. So yeah, no time to die. I put high, in the higher end of all. Like if, if in all of Bond, it's top half, uh, and it's closer to Skyfall, Casino Royale than Quantum. Again, haven't seen Spectre. Can't judge Spectre. Um, the stuff I liked in it the most is I, you call it the Pepsi commercial, but the the Anadarmo scene is. <laughs> I'm like, not saying I don't like it. I'm just telling you that's what it felt like. I'm not saying you didn't. I mean, it's just a, a, I don't know why Pepsi commercial, but like I, I like all of our returning <laughs> characters here. Uh, the things that I critique, like I don't love this villain. This is a not a good Bond. Like I, it's a good conceptual Bond villain. I have never been sold on Rami Malek, other than he was. Very much in Bohemian Rhapsody, and like I get it, he looks Freddie a lot Mercury. like. Yeah. And like I get it, he's he very Freddie Mercury. <laughs> he's he's very, very very Rhapsody Sometimes, of him. But like I've seen well, him in like it's hard, three or four of the things. It's hard to disconnect I, that too. Like now that when you see him as Freddie Mercury, it's not, for me anyway, I'm sort of. Oh, uh, like, I still think of him as from uh, Night at the Museum, where he's the uh, he's the Pharaoh. <laughs> no, <Really>? stop it. <laughs> I will well, say I don't think they fleshed him out. Really at all? I mean, no. they, how many times has a Bond villain really been like given kind of a a motivation that I don't know made much sense or was like compelling in any way? And they probably gave um, Safin even less of one. I I don't know. I I feel like Rami Malek can pull off the like creepy weirdo um, <laughs> dude who is also. A hyper rich and evil. Uh, I don't know. I, they tried to give him a bit of a story with you know saying that you know Mr. White had his parents killed and but I think that that's lost because there's so, there is so much going on. Well, and then he his yeah, thing at maybe. the end where like he sees himself as the hero because he's taking out all these his big end of the world okay. plan takes out all the bad okay, people. Okay, Thanos. And so he's yeah. like a go. I'm like Ugh. for what purpose? Yeah, no, I because I'm yeah, a I god do. And I, I totally agree that man. like yeah that yeah. part. Didn't Lame. work that well. Um, when it comes to the villains of the Bond universe, I like the mustache twirlers a little better. I like the Blofelds, <laughs> and I like uh, like uh, like a lot of the Roger Roger Moore era Bond ones, where they're just like, Mwah! like I I it's the Palpatine effect. I like I like I I just love being evil. <laughs> like that's just Call that for, that fits better in this so world universe, with the exception of uh, uh. Javier Bardem in Skyfall. I like him actually as like a like a 
a villain I take seriously, but he's still eccentric. Yeah. He's almost like the perfect Bond villain to me, where he's like his his motivations make the most sense to me. I like that he's a former agent, but he's also a, he's got a kooky mannerisms. He's kind of like almost perfect for me. Like that's like the tone I'm yeah, looking for. Yeah, he's pretty good. He yeah. was a great Bond villain, and it's it's a high yeah. it's a high bar. But like the like he he's like this guy, and what's his name? his first name is like Lucifer. Like it's almost Luc- like. <laughs> It's almost the fallen agent. Like, come on, like fallen angel. I don't. It's just. It's that's very that's very Bond esque though to have like a name that doesn't. It is so tongue in cheek. Pussy galore. (laughs) Yep. Again, that's a good good era. But like he 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 takes himself like I don't know like so seriously and like I I can't like I don't know I don't I don't and I don't like you know I've seen him in a couple other things I just I'm not sold on him as. An actor I really care to watch. Uh, the girl is fine. Leah Sado uh, is is fine um, as the, the 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 woman um, and I, the kid. I don't know about Bond kid. Not totally sold on Bond kid in my in my brain. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know about all that. But like, I like like I like the new <laughs> 007. I like Nomi. I love I you know and I love Q and Money Penny. I like his little squad that they help yeah, him out do stuff. I love the squad. I love that yeah. they're like loyal to him, even the and they and they are also aware that uh, that M is like really fucked himself over on this one, and like he's kind of like not doing it right. Um, so like all, all my favorites, and I like I I didn't see Christoph Waltz's Blofeld in the other one. I'm sure it's just as wacky and wonderful as his five minutes in this one but i you know that's i that's an, again that's another kind of bond villain i like so the big cr- cr- criticisms in this for me are just like eh, I, I don't know about bond kid i don't love the villain but all the other like tropey bond things he's got a few moments where he like throws a drink at like a guy's face and then like makes one before he leaves he's got a couple of quippy one-liners and horrible like explosions i'm just like ah that's I, that's that's what i want i want that like i still need that little uh little thing that reminds me what this is his car he's still got the car he's got all the same stuff and that's that's the comforting part of this and i like the end i like this i like that we finally have a good send-off for a bond uh character because we've never it's like this is the best send-off by far it's not close um what uh we're talking about characters can i add one or two things here yeah yeah just want to say uh i think actually brennan earlier you mentioned um M, Gareth Mallory, and how he's kind of having a, a tough go of it, this film. Part of that, which, like, I honestly, I sort of forgot when I saw him in uh, in No Time to Die initially, because I felt like he, I don't know, he just kind of felt right in the role. But mm-hmm. um, M used to be Judy Dench up until, yeah. what, through Skyfall? Sky- which, through Skyfall. obviously, you know, yeah. um, just kind of legendary. So, like, seeing him they have her painting on the wall at one point i like that yep and like not being not all the the double o's and the kind of people working at mi6 kind of maybe entirely sold on him uh given i think kind of how loved judy dench was um as as m the old how how is M in Spectre? Because that's i don't know the bridge because in skyfall yeah, he's, he's portrayed he as like m inspector no, he becomes yeah, he M at the end of him. Skyfall. You well, kind of yeah, hate him because he like yeah. takes Bond off duty and like you know he just yeah. seems like kind of the antithesis of like then with Judy M's Dench. of the past. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at but... the end, I like his role in in um, 
Skyfall, because in that one, he's like kind of pick like you think he maybe maybe he's going to be the double agent because there's always a double agent somewhere out there and so you think that maybe it's going to be him but it's not he actually is with them and then he becomes them at the end of skyfall and then i don't ever get to see what his job is like because that's inspector and then in this one we come in and he's like sitting at the desk and bond is get is poking fun at him for looking like a small little sad man with his drink and like <laughs> how he's fucking up everything and and <laughs> I, That's kind of what Spectre was like too. <laughs> he's like that Inspector too. Okay, so this is this is Rayfine's M. Okay, I, I yeah. didn't know if he tra- transformed into this or if this is how he's portrayed the Inspector too. No, I think that he's. I don't know what if he's going to wind up going on with the rest of the Bond movies. I don't know if he's ever going to wind up actually getting respect. It's hard to know. I don't yeah, like. Bond certainly didn't didn't respect him. I don't think. Yeah. No, and I don't like that Felix Leiter gets killed by the guy who I thought was uh, the king from uh, Hamilton. It's from not. Hamilton. It's not. It, Billy Magnuson is, the, is him. Billy Magnuson is this actor, and he's uh, he was in Aladdin. That's the only other thing I think of him from. Um, but I, I don't like. It's just some like he's just some guy. Like he's just like a lame guy. I wanted it'd be it'd be it'd be also, more was... intense if someone important killed. Yeah, it was super transparent that he was going to be a double agent in this, I thought, too. It was like, as soon as they introduced him, I'm like, boom, double agent, expendable. And oh, I didn't exactly... know. I thought maybe they were going to set him up to be a guy in a future one. I thought he, I thought Li- Felix would go away in this one. I, didn't, I was hoping he wouldn't die, but I thought he might go away and, like, this new guy might be like the a bumbling sidekick no. for a future bond or if i don't know if they're gonna do a spinoff with lashana lynch's character and something else they didn't even give her a new number because we we talk about that is how she's the new double o and they have a contentious relationship and slowly they start to like respect each other and bond's like no let her keep it and then she's like actually i don't want to keep it anymore i'll do my own thing but they don't ever do they give her a new number i don't remember see that was the other piece no. on characters that like i'm yeah i don't know um i don't feel like they gave her any kind of uh depth to like like meet row yeah. 007 uh and everything that goes with that number on her and maybe they're trying to like tee up a kind of I don't know her for for future movies but just didn't really sell me on like I don't know you know, yeah. you know what would be okay, actually, now that I think about it, is if she, so she's not 007 at the end of this, she doesn't take that number, they give her a new number, maybe a cool one, like double O, like triple zero, that's what they call her, I don't know, whatever, who cares, and she's, and, and the new Bond, and then they do a Falcon and Winter Soldier, where in the new Bond, there's a new James Bond, who's a new 007, but he's a shitty Bond, and he's a bad guy Bond, it's oh my out. god, and she no. has to go and stop this evil she- James Bond now as, as triple zero, I don't know, I like that, I like my idea right here. If you're gonna, oh, if, you it, are just, yeah, you're killing the James Bond fandom right now. I know, but like they, 100%. 47. Triple zero. Yeah. <laughs> Double of I, I, Yes, I, they, I think they handled it as delicately as they could because people were mad when... Bond, when Craig was originally cast because he kind of had blonde hair. And yeah, so now that you got... livid. And now you have a black woman as 007. It's a big shift from, oh, no, he is blonde. Blonde hair. like that was 2006. <laughs> that was not a very long time ago, and uh, this would be a big shift. Was that really a, an outrage? Yeah, I'm that he was blonde haired. Yeah, absolutely. Blonde hair, blue, blue eyed. Like, yeah, no, he's got dark him, hair. Like, Damn it! <laughs> did you? The, these people have clearly not read the books. This it's fictional like, okay. agent. 
Well, yeah, yeah it's like the people who kill. It's the people in any nerd fandom who are like, "That's not how it was right. in the original." Oh, like original. There's right. like twelve big bonds, and they're all. It's not canon. <laughs> this is not canon. Uh, and other um, uh, other than having, it's not even blonde hair. It's like sandy blonde hair. Like it's yeah, it's such a nitpick. And then yeah, that's yeah, he why, does have blue eyes though. But that's, that's why I think they handled yeah. this character really well because they have it contentious. But like he, so at the beginning, like he's skeptical, like the fans would be. But then in the right. middle, like they they have each other's backs a little bit, and she doesn't. Once he once he respects her, she doesn't push in on his territory and surrenders the number. And I think that's like the smartest way to handle it without upsetting anybody. I think it was like yeah, I, but if I, they can't John Walker this situation, Brennan, I mean that's you don't know you don't know. I, I'm calling it right now. She's gonna <laughs> she's gonna be she's gonna be something some spinoff Bond, and we're gonna get. I'd rather they just like uh, make Money Penny an agent. I would watch that. Yeah, I like Money Penny. I would watch that too. Yeah. Q, yeah. Q Money Penny and uh, I guess they killed Lighter. Fuck. I was like, like the three of them could have their own little like trio, <laughs> but no, who not with Felix anymore. They like, could be on the What If series. The James Bond What If. When did this Q, did this Q come in? Has this Q always been there for Craig or was there a what different that? Q earlier? Ben Wishaw. It's a good question. I remember him in in Skyfall, but I don't remember if he was in Quantum Sauce. Yeah, he's definitely that's been a, in a couple, but I don't remember if it's all five. And that's another thing is Judy Dench is one of the few crossover crossover bonds because yeah. she was M in the Pierce Brosnan ones. Um, I know that they had the same money penny for a really long time in the they had uh, the same Q for a long time. Yeah, in the old in the old in the old bonds like the 60s yeah. 70s 80s yeah, the like old they guy. had the same they had the same couple yeah. of people. Um, and try not to. Wreck-It Bond. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Deswin, Desmond Llewellyn, and I have no idea why I know that piece of information. That so. actor? Yeah. <laughs> the old Q. Dead Q. Um, Alright, so okay. the ending. We talked about the ending then. What's gonna ha- what happens at the end? Okay, what happens at the end? Bond dies. Bond but dies. But Bond will return. But I mean, he will return. How will he return? Well, that's what it says at the very end. People in my theater stayed for it, and yeah, that's. Oh, what it really? Said. I didn't stay to the end. I, I left after the credit credit, or did it play after? Yeah. Like, I like the you know. Oh, we didn't talk about the credits. Credits are very important in Bond. Like, that's a very important Bond trope. We do we like these uh this oh. song and the opening credits. Oh, the opening credits. Yeah, Billy Eilish. Uh, yeah, it gives me. Uh, I mean, it's not Adele. It's not Chris Cornell, but it's probably. This is always winding up third in everything that you know Daniel Craig has done with Bond. So, which one, Chris Cornell? Do three. The the Casino Royale. Casino Royale was Chris Cornell. Um, I don't even remember how that goes. I know Skyfall because Skyfall is. Yeah, like, I don't remember that one. Yeah, Skyfall almost like transcends oh. like that one. That's like a like a good. It does. That's a good outside a of true... Bond song. There's other Bond songs I like as Bond songs, but like Skyfall is like that could play. You could play that anywhere. Yeah. I play the Chris Cornell song everywhere too. So, but that's I don't remember that one. I thought I thought this was oh, like not quite sky uh, Skyfall level song, but this might have been second. But close. Like yeah, this was real. This yeah. was a very high tier intro credits. Yeah, very good. I think. What do you guys like for yeah, old but not ones? The... Like I like obviously I like Thunderball. I love the old Thunderball score with uh, Tom Jones. <laughs> oh my god, Thunderball. <laughs> uh, Moonraker. <laughs> I love Moonraker. No, I do not. I and I don't like. 
whatever. Nobody does it better. What is that? Oh, that's from Spy Who Loved Me. Nobody. Yeah, Spy Who. Oh, you only live twice. You only live twice. You like that one? That's a good one. I know that that's one of your favorites, Nate. Um, Yeah, that's. I like that one one too. What? Uh, I mean, there's Duran Duran View to a Kill. That's the best thing about View to a Kill. So. Uh, trying to think are there any good brosnan ones oh um golden eyes an okay Bro- uh, brosnan one die another day is the worst i'm trying to think of the worst die another day is so horrible that's the madonna one um what's another <laughs> yes. when you say it i'm like oh my god what you would when, if you if you oh and the, the in, like the intro is bad like and you know how they always have shadows and like things going into <laughs> guns and drinks and it's all silhouetted in that one they actually yeah. show pierce brosnan's face getting beaten up because in that one he's in like a gulag for like the first 45 minutes for some reason and they like so show you have to him get caught up they they just fuck it up that, that, oh, that's oh, i hate i hate hate dying another day it's such a fuck up um yeah, these are good credits. All right. Anyway, back to the end. Uh, Bond dies. Uh, what, yeah, Nate, Bond what, dies. what happens with... Uh, what, what's, yeah. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> basically sacrifices himself to yep. prevent potentially millions of people from being killed with, uh, you know, our inch-deep villain Saffin's uh, yeah, crazy his, bioweapon. His, yeah, his... And weapon, I, I feel his like it's... Bioweapon. I mean, obviously, Bond... Part of the secret agent thing is like you're doing things to save the world. In my mind, yeah. I feel like they made it pretty clear that like Bond was doing this for Madeline and the daughter. The daughter. Uh, yeah. Ma- it, it just felt like yeah. he knew enough. That, yeah. Yep. That like this guy Safin had done something and they were probably going to be on that list of, of people that were going to get killed. Well, he got um, the evil midichlorians so he couldn't go near them like if he went near them they would evil die. midichlorians i don't know what they're called <laughs> <laughs> what are they called yes. sorry i have to refer to the other genres crossover of... <laughs> yeah. the project hercules i know uh, well, what are those sorry, things nanobots nanobots yeah, yeah nanobots yeah. yeah the nano the bad nanobots he got the ones for them that's what he when they were fighting at the yep. end and he touched he got the ones blood. for everybody like they fall into like his little like poison pool that everyone's like tending to like a zen gar- a giant zen garden and he's like oh. I didn't feel like they're the ones for everybody I felt like they were the ones just specifically for them No I think because yeah, the she already crystal. had some Didn't she think... already have some when she was with Blofeld in the beginning like she picked up something from him You remember Oh that? she just, just with Blofeld's Yeah she got they, yeah. that's why yeah, he wanted sure. He he kind of set that up to get in close because he wants Blofeld dead too. So that's why, and he he knew he would egg him on to, and then Bond would go over the edge and but, try to strangle him. And... But no, Mama K, I think you're, I think you're right. Were you thinking it is that, just the two of them? Um, I I thought it was everybody. I guess if it's just I the think two of them. I thought it was just the two of them, or at least her, well by default it's the daughter, but definitely right, right. Madeline. Huh. That's a yeah, tougher decision. So he sacrifices then. himself and. Dies in a hail of friendly fire, which is, I feel like, a little sort of an interesting. They made it, you know, they could have killed him off in any number of ways, but I feel like it's a little bit of an interesting choice to have it be like British missiles that ultimately. Yeah, it's his own call in. Like, it's his own, like. It's truly, it's a a true sacrifice. Um, Yeah, he called his own number. He's like. 
Yeah. I think it was a great choice. I mean, I think having him be killed by a villain uh, directly, I mean, he was indirectly, but directly sure. would just be really uh, unsatisfying it's kind of and that unbond-like. It's, it's kind of sucks that it's this villain, too. Like, I get that this villain has a connection to Swan uh, when she was younger, um, but... Yeah, it it, it really comes. If I if I liked this villain performance more, I would have like liked the. It it did hit me though. As soon as like he falls in, I'm like, oh shit, he can't leave. They're actually gonna kill him. I didn't. I really didn't think they would. I didn't think they ever would. I thought we would we would uh, mirror the beginning, and we do in the end. Instead of him and Madeline driving off, it's Madeline and the daughter driving off into the into the sunset. But um, yeah, but did you cry? I mean, that's the point. Not quite. I got, I got, uh, I, I felt emotional and I, I could have got a little, could kind of feel it, but, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't quite cry in this one. Um, oh. I, don't, I don't know if I've cried in a bond bond I, for someone who cries a lot of movies, which is me. And I, I don't know if I've cried at a bond. Dude, it... I was crying in the IMAX. Not good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You cried. It sounds it. like oh. the newest song on. Uh, yeah, crying in the IMAX. <laughs> TikTok or something. <laughs> crying in the IMAX. It's the B side of crying <laughs> in the club. You know. Yeah. So an MI six M Money Penny Nomi Q and Tanner drink in Bond's memory, and yeah, Madeline and Matilde to drive off, and she tells her about her father, James Bond. Because like, we we know it's him the whole time, but I don't think she right. says it until the end. Like we like it gets it's like a it's an obvious but slow reveal. Like as we go, yeah. like we see her, and he's like, "Oh, it's not yours," and then everyone around him is like, "It's definitely." and he's like i know and then, <laughs> and then, she, and then the end, <laughs> they're like this, this, the worst kept secret like come on like come on it's it, blue eyes so that's why it's those piercing blue eyes that's how he knew immediately um so any other yeah any other parts you want don't to you bring think up? it took him a little too long to die though i mean that was my problem toward the end is that there was a lot of climbing involved and i don't know how this just could be the least absolutely absolutely named bond film because he dies. Okay, that's that's quite possible. I'm trying to think of one that makes less sense. Mm. I mean, there's just nonsense ones like like Octopus is just like a nonsense one because the villain, um, <laughs> and and puns. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Whatever. Any other thoughts before we close this one out? I'm gonna miss him. But he will return. Well, well, not really. him, but like a hey, someone, someone's gonna return. Someone will be back. James Bond. It said James Bond will be back. So uh, yeah, as the evil James Bond. Uh, stop bad. it! Bond. That's bad Bond. Not satisfactory. <laughs> and tri- triple O's got to stop him. <laughs> They're taking notes. It's They're... just like Triple H from like wrestling. <laughs> That'd be pretty <laughs> good. It's Triple O. He's a little old, little old for Bond, but uh, you, Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, they're nervously taking notes down as they listen to this right now. They're like, oh, that's the next one. Oh. Those are the two writers for everything. Kerry Fukunaga, the director of this one, also, uh, he he's a writer with them, too, because they've written like seven or eight of the screenplays. And Phoebe Waller-Bridge is credited as one of the screenwriters on this. So <clears throat> No, she's, she's the, not. Yeah, the Fleabag lady. Are you? Yeah, I know. I love Fleabag. Yeah, that seems like you're really. Show. Yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Kerry Fukunaga punched up the the main story huh. by Neil Purvis and Robert Wade. Uh, this is also an original one. This isn't a based on yeah, a, a Ian Fleming novel. This is an original story. So not too many of those. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see who they cast for it, but I feel like that's gonna 
be the single deciding factor on whether you know the next series of bonds is worth watching <laughs> I've, I've yes. people, a lot of online people pull for like idris elba and i'm like he's yeah. already way too old this that would be like he's already in his mid-50s yeah i vote for um uh oh god i just had his name henry golding henry, henry golding, golding. The guy from Crazy Rich, he's the he's the guy yeah. in Crazy Rich Asians. He was in The Gentleman. He was just he's yeah. Snake Eyes in the new GI Joe. I think he fits. I think he fits. You think really he well. could pull it? Yes. I don't know. And he will be better toned. He will be more Brosny Brosny toned. Okay. I, I, yeah, I need I can them see to see that. I would like them to step into a into a, a little bit of a goofier tone in the future. More tongue in cheek. Well. I don't. Do you think I, I don't do know that? if I agree? Ooh. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Because Daniel know Craig was about as goofy that. as I want. The most serious Bond. So. That's about as goofy as I get. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, when there's others around him. That are goofier. Felix Leiter. Um, yeah. Or like yeah. on a darn. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, don't know. I, I could. I. I would be fine with a Moonraker too. Going to space, <laughs> fighting Jaws. <laughs> Then Joss has a change of heart. Just he ripping dad jokes. <laughs> like he throws up. He throws up in the, the space simulator he wasn't supposed to climb into. Oh, it's wonderful. My God. No. <laughs> you don't understand Bond at all. I do. I, I, I You guys don't appreciate the can- the one where he fights. There's one where he fights Count Dooku and like Count Dooku's uh, Count minion Dooku. is the, and, the min- and his minion is the guy from Fantasy Island. What is that one? Man with the Golden yeah, Gun. Yeah, no, I love that the one. campy Bond stuff. It's just, you have to know that it's sort of raw. Like, some of the dialogue is just not good. Oh, the dialogue's horrible. That's why it's so I great. I don't think there's a place for it right now. Honestly, I don't. If it uh, comes off like a Borat movie, I don't want it. I I'm, I think we, we can we can pass through the seriousness and come back around. Like, I think we can, uh, I, I think we can full circle it back to camp. I think we... I think we, that's just Brennan. I think that's just you, man. Uh, well, we've come we've come so far. I think it's <laughs> we we can't we can't get any more serious than this and still be Bond. Like we can't he can't still I mean, be driving but, the Aston Martin and cracking the jokes and I don't think throwing, he has to be throwing Daniel Craig still around. had a he had a couple of jokes in this one. He had like two jokes yeah. and they were good Bond jokes, but like I don't know. I I, I need more. I need more of that. Uh, we're at the end here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nate, you're gonna recommend No Time to Die? Uh yeah, definitely. Mama K. Yeah, of course. I'm recommending it. All That's Bond. Three. You recommend all Bond? I wouldn't recommend every Bond. There's some I would. I'm talking about from here on out because they're not going to go back to campy Bond. So. Never know. Three recommends then for No Time to Die. So we will uh, we will reconvene in several years whenever they decide to do whatever they're going to do, and uh, <laughs> I you guys will uh, you guys will see, you guys will see. You'll see what they do. <laughs> I'm I'm confident. Oh my god, that sounds so threatening. <laughs> You'll see what You'll they do. See. It's go- it's gonna be terrible, but I'm gonna I'm, I'm all for it. You'll so. watch it. Burn burn it down. Burn all the franchises down. Make them terrible. I, after after they they're, they're working on it. After they uh, after they episode nine to my Star Wars, I'm just like burn it all down. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters anymore. They took it. You took you took my Star Wars. Nothing I'm taking sacred. Burn it all down. Yeah. Well, so you really don't have a problem with evil midichlorians then? Nope. Make I don't ke- make Palpatine the villain in the next Bond. Who cares? <laughs> it's fun with me. He legitimately did. 
but okay. He, no, he or brought C3PO Bond back to life. Like, I don't know. He could be the new Q or something. Oh, oh Rupio would, would be a great Q. <laughs> <laughs> we could CGI Carrie Fisher as another M. Whatever. Who oh, cares? Gosh, <laughs> no one cares. No. What if Daniel Craig comes back as Q? And they just don't draw attention at all that he looks just like the old James Bond. Yeah, and they don't say anything about it. No, make it Pier- uh, And then Pierce Brosnan will be somebody because he's the only other wait, wait, Bond. Somehow, somehow, in older age, Bond has learned, like, tech wizardry. Exactly. He knows how to shut down all of the quadrants of London, you know. Yeah, they've sure, already been, they've already been to space. They can go back. They can go back. No, no, <laughs> we can no. do it. Space was right. a mistake for them. <laughs> so that's the uh, that's the end of this one. Uh, we've got more theater reviews coming up down the pike. Uh, probably some Oscar level stuff. I don't know about if this will maybe for a song. I'm sure the song might uh, get. Yeah, it. they usually do if they're good. Uh, but if you have anything to recommend to us, films with the women in my life on Facebook, reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore Pod Host, and you can email the show films at the women at gmail.com. Thanks for being on, Mama K. Thanks for coming back, Nate. We'll call you in next time we have a. A franchise that the other hosts don't want to do. <laughs> Won't do. <laughs> Absolutely. Till next time, thanks, this is Brennan signing off. Saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.